Hello there, my name is Brad, and we are Grace Teaching today. Welcome to our page. Also, you want to join me, my wife and myself over at Quality of Life Grace Teaching Ministries. Uh, we're over on Facebook, so come on over for free Grace Teaching, and we would love to encourage you there. Right here, though, we wanted to talk to you today about one of the most important things that Christians should know. That's right, if you're a believer in Christ, this is very important to know about God's rest. You know, many of us get so in, so busy in our lives, and work becomes primary. You know, I, I personally, in the past, have had problems with being a workaholic. I mean, I used to work constantly, and uh, it, work became everything to me. I would think about work. <clears throat> I would you know, put in lots of hours, and I just was, I became like uh, addicted to work, you know, and, uh, you know, and that runs in the family, too. <clears throat> My dad, he was, uh, he had to work, uh, well, six boys, you know, and, and married, and mom was a stay-home mother, so he had to work uh, his whole life, and later on in life, I asked him the question, I said, so dad, do you have any hobbies? And he didn't even know what a hobby was. He said, work, that's my hobby. And so work was his his main hobby. That's what he did. But a hobby is something you do for fun and something you do to relax outside of work, you see. And so many of us, we get so involved in our jobs, as an example, and the responsibilities that we have that we forget that there's a balance, okay? It always, uh, you know, when I sit down to a meal, like when you go to a dinner or lunch or something, what you'll notice is when they serve you a meal and you order something, they usually give you a little bit of everything. And that's what uh, balance is all about, is you get a little bit of everything. So work is important. I'm not saying to not work. But work is very important, and it, uh, a lot of times is our ministry. Uh, and so, but when we're living by grace, through faith, um, what the Lord is going to teach us is balance, and there's importance in balance. And so, but rest is very important, and, uh, and so fun is included in this rest and uh, enjoying your life, uh, not just feeling obligated to do things, but do things that you actually have a desire to do. Go out and have some fun and, uh, and learn how to relax and, and as you're doing this and not think about your responsibilities, your work responsibilities, because that can become so overwhelming. You know, what we focus on becomes bigger and so we want to always remember that. <clears throat> but Sabbath rest, you know, we've often heard of uh, a Sabbath rest. Some people take their Sabbath on Saturday. Some t still take their Sabbath on Sunday. And, and so, yeah, there are those uh, Christians that are still observing the Sabbath under the Old Covenant. But uh, under this New Covenant, it's not just one day. God's rest, we're going to see, is every day. And it's 24-7. The writer of Hebrews in chapter 4, verse 9, there remains therefore a rest for the people of God. 
So we want to take a look at the Greek word for rest. And it, it actually, it's really difficult for me to pronounce these words under the Greek language, but anapawa. <laughs> so it's kind of a different word, but it means to refresh, cease work or movement in order to relax, refresh oneself, or recover strength, sleep, de-stress. And so a lot of times we can cease from the work or movement at work and and relax. You know, that's why we take breaks. You know, I'll be working uh, at work and I'll sit down for a minute and, the, and some of the gals that I work with, as a, I'm a caregiver, so I have other caregivers that are like, I'm twice their age, so I get a little bit tired. I get tired quicker than they do. And I used to be able to just keep going and going and going, but as I'm getting older now, uh, I've noticed that I have to sit a little bit more and relax. But they don't understand this. They don't understand the cease work and relax thing. So a lot of times they'll call me on it and they say, we got things to do, come on. (laughs) So I actually have to take a personal time off just to do this, just to relax and uh, have fun, for an example, and uh, do something besides just work. But, and to refresh, you know, to recover strength. Some people go away on retreats, spiritual retreats, and they get away from everything. They leave all their, all their junk down here in the world, down in the city, and they go up to the forest and uh, have a retreat, and they get together with other believers. And that's also, that's very encouraging, and uh, it's a very effective way to live a balanced Christian life, is to just leave it all behind, because it's all going to be there when you get back down there. And uh, that's one thing I loved about retreats. When you go to a retreat, you know, I, I, le- I loved going to retreats with the guys. And, uh, and, uh, and it was just a spiritual retreat, and we had one focus, and that was God. And so when you have one focus, and God is your focus, he becomes bigger, and everything else becomes smaller. And so the, the rest, <clears throat> as we're going to see, is something we already have if you're in Christ. At the moment of our conversion in Christ, he gives us his rest. And so when Jesus speaks in Matthew 11, he says this, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Now, there's some things to look at here. The context is very important. Jesus is speaking to an unbeliever when he says, come to me, because he speaks in the imperative command. And so this is a person that he's speaking to that actually has not come to him yet. And so, but we have came, we have come to him. In fact, we are in him. And then he says, all you who are weary and burdened, well, When we were in Adam, sinners, we were all weary and burdened, weren't we? And so at conversion, when we were placed in Christ by grace through faith, he gave us his rest, you see. He says, take my yoke upon you. Well, that happened at conversion because whoever is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. See, we're yoked with him. And now he says, learn from me. He says, my sheep hear my voice. And so we always want to be in tune with his voice 
We always want to be aware of his presence and thank him for his presence all through the day. And we want to ask questions like this. What can I learn in this situation? And he says, I am gentle and humble in heart. Don't you love the fact that he's gentle with us and not harsh like maybe people can be? People can be kind of harsh, but he's gentle. And that's why we enjoy spending time with him. And you will find rest for your souls. Remember what the soul is, folks. It's the mind, the will, and the emotions. A lot of times our mind is so focused on everything outside of Christ and our emotions are so overwhelmed because of it, we can't rest. We can't experience the rest that we already have because of that. And so remember, in Christ, when our minds are on him, there is rest for the soul. And so we already have that. And we want to we not only know that, but understand this. We want to experience this rest that we already have. You see... So what's the problem with stress? Stress can cause all kinds of problems, and stress comes from not living a balanced life. What do I mean by balance? Well, <clears throat> work, for example. I love to work. I love to be busy. But I actually have to, <clears throat> oh, I need to, to in order for me to, to not work, and in order to relax, I have to, pretty much force myself to have fun and, and, and cease from work and do something else, you see. And so there's all kinds of things. There's hobbies. And so that's one of the things. I, I make sure I have more than a couple hobbies because if you can't do one hobby, you can do the other, you see. And those are, those are very important to have in order to de-stress, you see. And so we have to learn how to live a balanced life. There's the physical body. It needs to be worked out. You know, many people believe that uh, physical fitness is abnormal. But, you know, when we were kids growing up, we were so active, weren't we? We rode our bikes everywhere. We walked. We hiked. You know, we, we, we had uh, no problem with exercising. We didn't, look at it as, we didn't look at it as exercising. What did we look at it as? Having fun. You see there? And so it's part of a balanced life. And, you know, have you ever noticed as we're kids growing up, they actually, when we're in school, they, they make us go to physical fitness. It was called PE, physical education. And so clear up to the freshman year of high school. Then after that, you can do whatever you want. Many of us stopped exercising. But did you know that it was normal? It was a normal part of de-stressing. And so it's a great way to release some of the stress that we get from just daily living in this world. And so fun, you know, taking in a movie, taking a walk, you know, going to the gym, <clears throat> taking a motorcycle ride, whatever. Whatever it is you like to do for fun and exercise will help de-stress. But stress is a problem because it can lead to serious health problems. It can, when you think about it, chronic stress disrupts nearly every system in our bodies. Every system in our body is disrupted through stress. It can suppress our immune system, upset our digestive and reproductive system. 
It, it can increase the risk of heart attacks and strokes and speed up the aging process. You see the problem with stress? And a lot of this stress can be reduced if we just learn how to live a balanced life. It all starts with this verse here that where the Lord encouraged David. He said in Psalms 46.10, Be still and know that I am God. So what we do is we learn, first of all, how to stop trying to do everything. That's one of the biggest problems I believe we have is because we are, we are so good at trying to do everything and we think it's up to us to live our lives. But when, when the Lord speaks to David, he says, be still. That means stop trying so hard. Stop and know that I am God. He's saying, trust me to live the Christian life. Trust me to be your life and take over from here. You know, we want the Lord to take over. We want to release and let him take over. Be still. The phrase is actually derived from the Hebrew word rapha, which means to be weak, to let go, to release. Essentially, it means surrender. Many of us have heard that word surrender. And so it's something we have to we have to do on a daily basis, a moment-by-moment basis, surrender ourselves over to the Lord's initiating in our lives. Remember, the Lord is the initiator. We're the responders. And so we're going to respond to Him, His love. So those who enjoy God's rest also rest from their works, you say. That's why the writer of Hebrews in 4, verse 10, 11 says, So let us make every effort to enjoy that rest. You see there? So remember, to enjoy the rest that we already have in Christ, that he supplies us with, we have to rest from our own works. Give up on self-reliance and let him take over today and watch him teach you how to have a balanced life. God bless.